Well, we're two best friends and we're writing songs and we're asking you to write them along. So whip out your pen and a notebook too because we're gonna write, write a tiny little song with you because it's the itty, the bitty, the itty bitty ditty committee. Yes, it's the itty, the bitty, the ditty. We're gonna write a little song. Body moving, body moving. Body moving, we body, body moving, body moving, body moving, body moving, we be body moving, body moving, body moving, body moving, we be body moving, body moving, body moving, body moving, body body moving, body 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 Everybody moving. Hell yeah. All right. All right. Loosen up. Welcome to the itty. Bitty. Diddy. Committee. Oh, we did a show. We're going to add show in case you didn't know what this was. What I was going to say before we started getting our bodies moving is that when I was a kid, my dad was a comp. Sometimes he would get on this train or he'd be like, son, you know, every day I go to work, there's a there's a chance I couldn't I couldn't come home. <laughs> and now I realize as an adult, that's literally everyone. <laughs> like, anytime you leave your house for any reason, there's a minute to great chance, depending on who you are, that uh, you will not return. Yeah. Uh, I mean, d- d- roofers die Pi- far more pilots. Often. Do you, Pizza you, delivery drivers. Do you think roofers are like, oh, I gotta wake up at six a.m., but I better wake up my kid at five thirty to remind him that like, I hey, might not be coming home. Mind. Hey, wake up, Dad! School's not in two hours. Give Daddy a big kiss. Give me a kiss. He's gotta go get on a roof. You may never know. I might get stuck up there forever. <laughs> you never Somebody know. could move the ladder. Somebody, that happened to Donnie one time. Just somebody kicked the ladder and like ran off. Yeah, it was, ben, it was Vin Levine's grandma. Ran off with his ladder? off on something, yeah. They got stuck on Ben's house for not too long, I don't think, but long enough that he had to call Ben and uh, politely ask him to please get him off of his roof, please. Did his grandma prank him? Yeah. (laughs) That was the bit? Yeah. (laughs) Dude, that rules. I don't know. (laughs) That's a a very bad prank, but that's also really funny. In hindsight, funny, right? It depends on how hot the day was, honestly. Yeah. I think it was a hot day. Ooh, that's not that's a cold one. That is actually dangerous. There was some danger involved. Yeah, she, yeah. Sue, Donnie, take her for every penny she's worth. Yeah, she's got so many pennies. I'm sure of it. Take her for every penny she's got. Oh, this is the Financial Times podcast. The Economics podcast. And we're going to tell you to sue the shit out of old people. It wouldn't be bad to do a podcast about uh, being able to live off of like $52 a month. (laughs) 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 Your boy's on that life. That's the kind of podcast I need to be listening to. Yeah, about shopping at discount outlets. It's like, did you know you can just eat mustard packets? Yeah, not against the rule. Someone was telling me, you remember uh, when France wouldn't go to Iraq? And so we stopped calling it Freedom Fries. Yeah. Apparently, uh, they sent me a <laughs> they sent me an article proving this. French's mustard had to release a statement in 2003 saying that uh, it was not French, and therefore was totally okay to put on your hot dog still. <laughs> and I just keep thinking about like people suggesting this idea and thinking that it would affect France in any way. I just like the idea. Who's like. 
Is French mustard gayer than Dijon? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you have any French's mustard? Yeah, I need freedom mustard. I don't eat French's mustard. I do think a freedom dip is a better name for a sandwich. Yeah, freedom dip is a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I like uh, freedom kissing a lot. Freedom too. bread, freedom kissing. Freedom kissing is good. I'm trying to think of other. That's about all the French stuff, right? Uh, you got Besides freedom fries. Um, French kissing, French. <laughs> the freedom job or the the freedom connection. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. <sighs> We had a nice little get loose dance party before the show started. Parlez-vous must aired. Yeah. It's funny how dancing, you can just dance it out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can. Sometimes, yeah. I wonder what that most angry dancer was. Um, Let's think about it for the a minute. Most angry dance? Fred Durst. Did he dance? Yeah, I guess moshing is a good angry dance. Yeah, that's And like hardcore, dancing. like I've been to shows where people would get mm-hmm. in the pit and no Head one would be Headbanging is an angry dance. Yeah. Well, there's even more. Have you ever been to like a show where there's like people, people just like separate swinging their and shoulders just swinging arms, yeah. but they're not fighting anybody? Not for me, man. It's like a one-man mosh pit, but everybody's doing it together. That I never, uh, that one never uh, clicked for me. It looks ridiculous, but it's very fun. Yeah. It's a good release and it's a good time. But you look pretty insane. Yeah, I had one it. mosh pit experience. It was fun. I almost got my glasses busted, and I was like, eh, I'm, I'm probably not going to mosh anymore. It was a, a Diarrhea Planet show, though. Yeah. Remember that band? Yeah, I'd, I'd, they had great pits. Where yeah. Was it at one of the JJ's It was at a JJ's show. I think it was their last tour, too. I Ooh, I missed the now. last. I missed their last tour. At one of my friends went to high school with like their bassist or something like that. So. Dude, one of the craziest things about that band is they kind of suffered from success a little bit yeah so what happened is like they would pack out jj's and like i mean get it slammed Mm -hmm. and they got too big to play jj's so they put them at what is now the blue note okay and uh they couldn't it's like people didn't want to go see a band called diarrhea planet at At the blue note at the blue note yeah so even though it's kind of a funny name for a a venue having a diarrhea planet named band. Yeah. The blue. They could call it the brown note. Yeah. And so you had like 70. There was only like 75 people showed yeah. up. And it's a 500 seater room. And they're a band that like there are seven people in the band. Yeah. So you need really good intimacy and yeah. energy. For it's that almost show. like stand up in that way where an yeah. amphitheater show just isn't as fun. Yeah. Where like James Taylor is meant to be watched at an amphitheater. Yeah. Whereas a band like diarrhea planet, you're supposed to be standing up and like, you want to get sweat shaking around. Yeah. yeah exactly. You want somebody else's sweat on you. Yeah. I actually got pulled up on stage at a diarrhea planet concert to sing born to run. Yeah. Uh, did I tell I, you this uh, story? Yes. Okay, there it was, was like uh, one of the best nights yeah. of my life. Uh, they were learning how to play Born to Run so they could play with Titus Andronicus. And then the the next night in Jersey, and they were like, does anybody here know the words to yeah. Born to Run? And my I didn't even hear what he said. And before I knew it, my friends were pushing me on stage because <laughs> I know all the words to Born to Run. Before, uh, let's see, I think my friend got pulled up to sing Ba Wada Ba, too. And there was one portion of the show where the guitar player walked off stage still playing his guitar to take a piss in the bathroom and oh, that was pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think I feel like uh I got a lot of influence for a good cop rad cop from that show alone. Yeah. Just like, oh okay, free form, do whatever you want. Cuz sometimes I don't know. For me that's a little more interesting. People I feel, are I feel like it's like watching the Ninja Turtles if they formed a band. 
because they just seem like such good friends. Like it's it's seven of them, so it seems like a big pizza party on yeah, stage exactly. and like a good hang. And then they're just loud and fast as shit. And so you right since there's so many people on stage and they're having a good time. Everybody in the crowd is generally having right. a really good time. And that's the difference right. between them and, like, a studio-built band yeah. like the Eagles or NSYNC. I think the Eagles is a studio-built band where they yeah. took a bunch of artists and they were like, you guys are all good at art. Why don't you go get a burger together and see if you can tolerate each other long enough to play some hits for a couple of years? That was the Birds, too. Jimmy oh, really? P- Jimmy Page's band. That's like He played in the Birds, or was it the Yardbirds? The Yardbirds. He played in the Yardbirds, I think, and that was like a studio band. I was like him and Eric Clapton, I think, was in that band. Mm-hmm. Uh, Technically, a bunch band. of really cool guys. Yeah. <laughs> in that band. Some hot takes going on behind the scenes at the Yardbirds concert. <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, let's do Led Zeppelin instead. And that, that worked out. That nicely. one really worked out for them, too. Yeah. So that's, but yeah. You know how they got the name Led Zeppelin, right? Uh, yeah, they were like, you guys are going to float like an iron fez. Yeah. <laughs> you remember who said it, though? No. Who's this the drummer from The Who? Peter, Pete Moon? Peter Moon? No, that's uh, Keith Moon. Keith Moon. It's uh, Peter... Dinklage. Peter Dinklage is the guitar I'd watch that band. <laughs> that sounds cool, too. Keith Moon. Is Keith Moon died. Yeah. Keith Moon died early. He yeah. died very cool. Yeah. He was, really, he was really living that Elvis constantly drunk, constantly Did angry type of lifestyle i think he was also the oldest member of the band too did they ever get another drummer like i'm sure they did did, but i don't know if their drummer ever held the same level of because i thought like quadrophenia was like their last album i think quadrophenia was one of their first albums actually Uh, their first concept album no no it's after it's after tommy did it yeah tommy was like the like everybody's like this is so great have you listened to tommy i've seen it Okay, so I've listened to here's it, a take on Tommy. Uh, it, it's repeat. If you hate rock and opera, it's not for you. It's great <laughs> <laughs> because it's a bad rock album and it's even worse opera. Yeah, okay. I, I hate Tommy. I think that album is trash. For I a thought it. Record. I thought it was um, very confusing. Yeah. I think one of the, when you hear about something like that as a kid, you're like, wow, that's so impressive. But as you get older and you can start analyzing things, you're like, okay, this is a fine attempt. Yeah. But uh, maybe maybe respected more for being influential rather than being good. Yeah. Right? Overall. Yeah. yeah because there are a lot of strange symbolisms going on in the movie. The bean scene, didn't really understand. I've never, Love it. I've never Respect seen, it. I've never seen the movie. you never seen the movie? Never seen the movie. There's this, I don't remember what song it is, but there's a scene where Tommy's mom is hanging out, and she's covered in white clothes, and she's in this room, and everything's white. She's watching TV, and a commercial for beans comes on. This has to be about capitalism or something. So there's, like, religious undertones there. But... Uh, She's watching this commercial for beans, then all of a sudden, beans just start spewing out of the TV. I've seen she this. She gets covered in beans. She's like rolling in the beans. I've seen dancing this. Dancing in the yeah. beans. I think I it's like in the middle. I might have seen Tommy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you seen? Have you heard Jimmy Buffett's concept album? No. Tommy Bahama. Shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> hey everybody. Uh, just uh, in here to plug some shows real quick. This coming weekend on Saturday night, we are playing the Wormhole Lounge in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, Tickets on sale at thewormhole.com, I believe. Um, We're also featuring Friday night in Savannah, but I'm not going to tell you where because I don't know right now. Um, 
Oh, September 14th, we're at one of our favorite venues in Chattanooga, Cherry Street Tavern. We will be performing with Billy Wayne Davis. Uh, tickets on sale at bwdtour.com. And then, wow, I've got a rattled opera to announce that I can't believe is happening. Uh, Shane Torres and Sean Patton, Ian Aber, Rowan Young, Tamara Rubin, Kala Jennings. We're all going to be part of the Lookout Comedy Festival coming up on October 22nd. That's right, October 22nd is the day of that show at Boneyard in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Tickets available at LookoutComedyFestival.com. Um, anyway, let's get back We're into... We're going to talk about a band that uh, my girlfriend's dad exposed to me. It's called New Breed. Yeah. Um, and I think the best way I would describe it is, like, what if Limp Biscuit met... Hmm. It's like kind of like Bubba Sparks. It's a little bit it's more like Bubba Sparks than it is Limp Biscuit. It feels very independent. Oh yeah, it's homegrown as shit. It's very, it's very homegrown, but I would call it, yeah, Bubba Sparks. If Bubba Sparks were absolutely obsessed with having his home invaded, yeah, it has like amateur wrestling vibes to yeah, it. Yeah, kind of like the ways. ICP origins. A Did you bit. watch that music video for? Welcome I did. To my house. The nine yeah. minute music video. It's a Welcome nine minute music video. Tells a full story, and it's definitely shot on yeah. iPhones. About a about a man who is apparently pissed off a group of six to ten people. Yeah. For yeah. He never elaborates on why they're invading his home, but more that he is certain that they will and that they better not. Well, I wanted to know what are the crime statistics for the rural areas for home invasions because right. it cannot be that high. I feel I, like that those are things that probably happen more in right. bigger cities, like violence that they're it's worried about. It's one of about. those things where you think it's kind of your greatest fear because you're out in the middle of nowhere and yeah. there really isn't anyone who can protect you in an immediate situation except yeah. yourself. But the reality of someone going out of their way to come to kill you, ex- 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 explicitly to come kill you yeah. in a large group, very unlikely. It's like, what if the guy from No Country from Old yeah. Man showed up to my house? I think the the songwriting it, it reminds the the culture of like because I I lived near Polk County, so I lived near like pretty r- rural areas, and there's still a old West culture there, or like a a memory of the old West, where it's like we don't call the cops, we shoot people that yeah. touch my property. It's like this. You no longer live in a world where this really routinely happens. I like those signs that say, I don't call 911, yeah. but most of those people uh, die of heart attacks. Yeah. It's like, ah, <laughs> I don't call 911. I just have my gun. <laughs> it's also weird. I got to shoot like, my own heart. But the same people that don't call the police are the ones that want to give them the most money, which I've never understood. I really don't get that. Be, it would be like if you you were like, I live underwater. But I love the fire department. Yeah, it's out. <laughs> it's, it's outlaws who are like sheriff. Don't get in my way. Yeah. But by the way, but that guy's I love just you. doing his job, though. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I don't understand what the moral of these songs are because they're like I'm outlaws, but I only kill bad guys. Yeah. It's. it's I and don't also, really... what is what's the, like the because a lot of music is there for scenarios, right? Yeah. Or situations. They're storytelling songs. Like this is this could benefit a certain scenario. Like if you're listening to party music, it's because you're partying. If you're listening to home invasion music, is your home being invaded? 
<laughs> or are like, you? Hey, hold on, baby. And just put, like put on, put on. Welcome to my house. I think <laughs> I, I hear somebody coming. I don't up see the somebody pulling up. If you haven't heard "Welcome to My House," you probably need to pause this song, pause this episode, yeah. or at least. It's Watch already it got like 10 million views, show. so yeah. honestly, just just give it another view. It's another 14 cents. Go on YouTube and watch the music video because yeah, this is a pretty popular song. It's got 10 million listens yeah. on Spotify. It's got a bunch. I of would views say that this song is the uh, the pinnacle example of what people consider the silent majority. This is what the a Punisher T-shirt sounds like. It is what a Punisher T-shirt sounds like. Yeah. a car with too many Republican decal stickers mm-hmm. on it is what this song portrays it's not explicitly like let's go brandon yeah. or like it's not even explicitly political mm-hmm. the only thing political about it is i'm protecting my land and my people with my gun right which in principle i don't have any old real school, issue with old school I guess. american though where like they're they're like this is my chief problem yeah is that people are always trying to come onto my land yeah. <laughs> always and who knows what they're doing on there? Welcome to my land. This Welcome land is my land. land. I'm going to shoot <laughs> you. This land is my land. <laughs> it isn't your land. I'm going to shoot you. Uh, <laughs> get off of my land. But, yeah, so it, it's just home invasion porn. And it, I think it just feeds into this macho mentality that i think a lot of people who like go to gun shows and buy guns you can't like buy a gun and be like well this is just for safety in case i buying a gun isn't like buying health insurance where once you have it you're not really thinking about it right when you buy a gun all you're going to be thinking about is like I wish a motherfucker would. Yeah, you're sitting there like, I spent $682 on that gun. Yeah. I I hope I get get to use it. Yeah. It's it's fucking wild, dude. And it's kind of like base level um, prepping. Yeah. Right. You're prepping under you're buying this under the insured assumption that eventually you will need to use this, but only for protection. Yeah. (laughs) Well, then you had those survival. You remember those photos of those people who like went out during the uh, Black Lives Matter marches in 2020. Mm -hmm. The like guy and his wife. Yeah, standing on their yard. Standing in like a in front of a huge house with their in his polo shirt Mm -hmm. with an AK, and you're like, "What the hell?" And it's because he thinks they're coming for his house, right? And it's so interesting that that guy is a redneck. Yeah, because when you picture a redneck, you don't picture a wealthy person. Well, that's what I picture now. Like when I think of like who like redneck pop. culture is for i don't think it's for people out in like bradley county or like in rural areas generally i think most of that music is for people who want to fantasize right playing it's it's for the fantasy of being born here yeah rather than being born in like when the reality of being born here is just like you're constantly oppressed by a government that doesn't listen to you yeah (laughs) (laughs) like dirt roads uh, there's not very many dirt roads Generally Even speaking, most vehicles don't do well on them. No. And if you get stuck on a dirt road and you don't know anything about fixing cars, you're basically fucked. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to have to walk or assume that someone rolls along that is friendly. Yeah. Now, the fun thing about an urban area is that the majority of people have a 
mechanic's garage worth of equipment in the back of their truck, and they are absolutely eager to use it whenever humanly possible. Yeah. I've, I've met a lot of people like that. They're just like, oh, I, I just drive up and down the road waiting for people to have breakdowns. <laughs> Be like, oh, I can test all your shit, bro. This one's going to get me into heaven. Well, I think that it's the same thing as buying a gun, but it's a wrench. Right. I you, bought this wrench and I hope yeah, I get to use, use it. Yeah, you got to use it, right? Yeah, you just go looking for wrench. reasons to use it yeah, you <laughs> because you spent so much money on it. On my, my helping people wrench. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why, uh, well, I think the mechanic, I, I much prefer the mechanic-obsessed person over the gun-obsessed person. Oh, Although sometimes yeah. those things uh, correlate or cross together. I don't really like talking about guns or cars. Because so, I don't know anything about I, either. I, it's a very ignorant. Or, I'm not a mechanically minded person. Honestly, football. I, I really don't like yeah. talking about. But if you want stuff. me to write a speech about it, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I can do that all I day. I can talk your ear off about The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you want to talk about video games? Yeah, we I'll can, make you mad. We can have a great time talking mm-hmm. about Rocket League and The Last of Us. The Rocket League. <laughs> but, I don't know shit about Rocket League. Oh, dude, that's the, as close as I get to talking about sports. Yeah. And knowing what I'm talking about, and even then. If I talk to like a streamer, yeah, they can like name. I, what I love is like when gamers talk to you, they just name drop their gamer tag, right? And that's just wild to me. They're yeah. not like Steve Miller. <laughs> Steve Miller. It is also weird <laughs> growing up because when we grew up, our celebrities had people names, yeah. And now people, kids will come up to kids. They're adults, but they'll come up to me like, "Have you heard of Neutron Sixty Nine? And I'm like, "Who the fuck?" <laughs> it's Neutron. What's his name? His name's Neutron Sixty Nine. He got <laughs> legally changed to Neutron Six Six Nine. Yeah, it's it's wild, dude. But like, good on them. But uh, uh, back to home invasion stuff. It is uh, very funny that it's a whole kind of genre of mm-hmm. music that's just like I wish I wish you would. I really wish somebody. I like. I really really would. Like if I had a genie. One of my wishes would be that somebody would. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want it to happen that bad. I wonder if they're ever going to just start making, like, escape rooms where you get to just, like... Redneck have, like, escape rooms? Yeah, just, like, you get airsoft, and yeah. then you just, like... Somebody's invading your house. Yeah. But you got to solve this math problem first. <laughs> <laughs> Bullets are inside the sink drain. <laughs> you got to name the president of Brazil. <laughs> It's on the map. No one ever gets to shoot anybody because no one ever can figure out the president of Brazil. Just want to shoot. I didn't want to think about Brazil in here. Yeah. I I think there are tactical training things that wealthy people can go through. Yeah. I knew a guy who lived out in Bradley County, bought like property out there. Yeah. Very, very wealthy guy, bought a lot of property out there. And he had like conference kind of like you know those like uh sex toy parties yeah but it was for men who also lived out in these areas who yeah. were also wealthy to train them for like home invasion scenarios right. it's paintball yeah That's what paintball is it's just like guys playing action i know the fun probably one of the funniest things i experienced in the, the rural south was this guy who bought a pretty standard house, yeah. like two-bedroom, one-bath type of situation, but then he built a massive facade around the house so that it looked like a mansion with, like, mirrors and a second story and all these windows. But when you go inside, it's the opposite of what you ex- experience in our place where, like, it looks so big on the outside. When you go in, it's, like, two bedrooms. 
<laughs> he wasted all this money on cr- making people think that he. W- I don't really. It's a, that's a lot of house to clean, dude. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he wanted to have a mansion. He was like, I'll compromise and build a fake dollhouse <laughs> around my house, and then just live in a trailer inside yeah. the mansion. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, I. You don't really need that much space. I think it's funny and a bit of like an. An ego trip, almost. Yeah. It's like, why do you... Why? Well, it's like the people <laughs> who point lights at their house. Right. It's like, dude, what are you doing? But... I want to see people when they come inside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting invaded. You know, the thing about a home invasion is, like, if somebody broke into my house, the most expensive they could thing they could steal is my podcast equipment. Yeah. It's like... And then they just have to start their own podcast. Yeah, if someone breaks into my house, they can take the PS4. But, I mean, that's that's about... It's very dated technology the rest, at this point. My most expensive thing beyond that is a, a bed. Yeah. So, it's like, like, oh, a last-generation console. Oh, I got his Sturgill Simpson records. I can finally <laughs> play the Crash Bandicoot remasters. Not without the login. <laughs> All of the games are digital. He hasn't logged out yet. He hasn't logged out yet. Use his card. Quick plug in. <laughs> buy all the games. We can buy crime we can games. Get subscriptions to all of the services. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. You you don't really get to steal anything from him. Like some T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think people steal clothes from you when they steal. Yeah, that's kind of the beauty of uh, this lifestyle is that uh, I really have nothing to take. Yeah. Except for my life. He's just a man with nothing to lose. And I'm not going to invade your house, so there's no reason to kill me. (laughs) He's a man with nothing to lose. Except his house. You better not rob him. (laughs) (laughs) What do you get when you rob a man with nothing to lose? (laughs) (laughs) You get nothing. (laughs) You get nothing. Um, So I think with our home invasion talk... Oh, also... We forgot to mention Taken. Yeah, this is part of this, the male fantasy. The male right? fantasy stuff. Which a lot of, uh, and we talked about how when Taken was released, there was more of a male fantasy based against specifically France, as we talked about earlier, which yeah. is where it takes place, right? Yeah. It's, it's the dream American fantasy, which is just flying like, to France, beating up a bunch of pimps. What if France and they were doing bad things? Because <laughs> we don't do that. We don't have human trafficking in America. You got to go to a country like France <laughs> if you want to get human trafficked. Yeah, that that movie's outrageous. The weirdest thing is that it just relies on his daughter being still a virgin and yeah. pure and like the prettiest one of them all. You're like, yeah, that is, is a very strange focus. Like, why does it, that make you feel better? We were still culturally there were still. I mean, there are definitely remnants of it still. But at the time, I think viewing women as cattle or as like yeah. a thing that you owned was and protect. Yeah, is like it was. Thing. I think it was more that less people that were in charge of like journalism and ratings and reviews were even questioning that in a movie. Although I'm sure more scholarly reviewers were like, "Hey, this is trash." <laughs> I think when a girl like if they when they date me, they're like, "This guy can protect me." from getting into any conversation about sports (laughs) (laughs) we're the modern man yeah yeah i i I can't like protect you from violence really but i can protect you from annoying conversations about machismo yeah and 
my uh, male ego. I promise you won't smell any Axe body spray in this house. You won't. You probably won't smell any body spray in this house. No. I'm a stick roll kind of guy. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we're going to write a butt rock song. Yeah, I think we're interested in doing uh, maybe Home Invasion-esque or invading uh, really anything, right? So like, I was thinking we had riffed about this yesterday, which was the idea of uh, uh, more realistic times when your house is home invaded is when uh, just somebody overstays their mm-hmm. welcome. Yeah, like when you or have when like the military does it in 1789. Yes, that's why it's in the Constitution. <laughs> that is why it's in the Constitution. It's right? like this guy. Those British, the British away. were like, "Come on, let me stay a little bit." You have an cheese. Come on. It's like this uh, fucking British guy ate the last of my cheese. I like the having your home invaded by a a guest that stays too long. Is so. there anything good on the telly? <laughs> because I've also been that guest before. I think we all have. Maybe once. Yeah, maybe once or twice. I think I I have actively fought on trying not to overstay my welcome. Sometimes your hand is forced, but... Sometimes your hand is forced, and sometimes you're a young, dumb idiot that doesn't realize what you're doing. Yeah, I've had people live in homes of mine for days, Mm -hmm. weeks even. Like, I had a guy who was, like, dating, like, hooked up with a girl, and then next thing you know, she was just in our house for, like... Eight days. That's wild. It sucked, and she was always watching TV because she had no job and nothing to do. You're like you don't You're like, live hey, here. This is the Where do you live? This is. <laughs> Where do you live? I don't want to watch this. <laughs> why are we but watching? I'm a guest. Why are we watching Nip Tuck? You're not a guest anymore. <laughs> not a guest a anymore. Talk. You were just here. Let's get uh. Let's see what we have that's close to butt rock on. Well, I was honestly thinking we could just take from the internet today and make okay. our job a little easier. But let's see if we have anything that's kind of butt. When rocking. I think butt rock, I think of uh, Daughtry. I think of Nickelback. I think of uh, New Breed. Now. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I was hoping to get. Like, let's slow that down. See if we can. I guess a lot of rap rock fits into. With the exception of Rage Against the Machine, probably the the best example of rap rock. My house, you've been in it for way too long. Why don't you take a hit from your own bong? <laughs> Quit eating all of the stuff that I bought. I bought a 12-pack of soda for me. So you're going to get shot. (laughs) I'm going to shoot you in the head. (laughs) For overstaying your welcome again. Again. Yeah. This is the third time this month. Come on now. (laughs) Stayed here for a total of 16 days. 16 days. I don't think that's very butt rocky. No, it's that's not butt rocky. I no. think, I think I have. Uh, but butt rock has a lot of like distortion in it. So there are if 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 you're a songwriter like us, um, who, yeah. who has no talent, uh, <laughs> or or like uh, foreknowledge. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can just go to free use <laughs> beats that people just make. Um, 
be sure to send me those though so we can uh i think it's it might not be required but at least respectful yeah it's to n- yeah no i I, ha- I have a few credits that's See, pretty about right yeah this yeah. is very about right yeah get away from my house <laughs> you're in my house again it's been eight days i think i'm going crazy and experiencing my legs going crazy You've been inside of my house so long, I can't tell if you live here or not. And get out of my house. Get out of my house before I have to get my gun out. Get out of my house. Get out of my house before I make it go bang pow. Oh, I only made coffee for me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll take the hint <laughs> and leave. I don't have enough eggs. <laughs> what? Why did it go away? I don't yeah. have Yeah! Yeah! Every time I think about when you're in my house, it makes me mad. Come into my house. Get inside of my house right now, and you're sleeping on my couch, and my gun goes pow. It's a loud gun. It makes noise. It's not like a fake Hollywood gun. It's a real gun. Not doing shit, just taking a shit. Why don't you take my dog for a walk? <laughs> Do Listen a dish or two. City boy. Try and be nice. Stop eating my food. No more city boys. When I said make yourself at home, I didn't like. <laughs> no one means that. <laughs> I didn't say make yourself a home. Yeah. <laughs> Make yourself at home. Uh, pay the bills. <laughs> and yeah, it makes you wonder if when uh, that person is at their own home, if they if they do that, they're like they're like make yourself at home. You mean like make yourself at my childhood home? Do you wonder if they're like when they're in your house, they're like, I wish this guy would leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody likes a little solitude. I every just now need and a then. little alone time. It's hard to get when you're inside of my house. Can I stay here just a couple more days? No, you can't. Get out of my house. You're going to have to find somebody else to live with now. All right. I think we can do some writing here. I think we've got, I mean, so this, let's just give the credit right now. This is by. uh, So. Think you have what it takes to play with Metallica? No. <laughs> I don't think I have the money. <laughs> hey, uh, it costs money to play one of our riffs, bro. It's uh, <laughs> Rinny Beats. R-Y-I-N-I Beats. I've heard of that. Yeah, they, they make a shit ton of beats. What is this beat called? This is called Heavy Metal Trap Beat. Trap metal, rock All guitar, right. rap instrumental, hybrid. A genre I didn't know was real until this very moment. But so here good. we sit. It's a it's a very it's a very good uh, genre. So I'm I'm very excited for the new genre. All right, it's time for the like and subscribe music. Uh, you know what to do to this song. You sit there and you click like and then you hit subscribe and then you write a review and you tell your friends about this show because it's shockingly growing and it's all thanks to you, the listener. And so also quick word, uh, we didn't use that track for this. We wrote a whole new song and it sucks. Here it is. Home Invasion. Yeah, yeah. You're inside my house. Please get the fuck out. 
Every morning I wake up and you're still here Yeah, eat all of my chips and drink all of my beer You've been sleeping on my couch for 14 days And there's still no sign of you going away You hung your family photos on the wall You befriended my kids and now you befriended all of my dogs. This is my house and I pay the rent. So I guess it's not my house. My landlord owns it. But that's beside the point. You've outgrown your state. Get the fuck up out my house With a shotgun in your face, yeah My shower drains clogged with all your hair When I come around the corner, you're always there Watching TV on my Netflix file Yeah, my whole algorithm is fucked up now You use a new cup every time you drink Your food is on the plate when you put it in the sink have any more friends and maybe you could stay with them because uh, this is my house and I pay the rent I guess it's not my house technically my landlord owns it but that's beside the point cause you've outgrown your stay yeah for real though Get up out my house With a shotgun in your face Change the Wi-Fi password just to see if you will leave Change the locks on all the doors and didn't give you a key Started putting all my stuff inside a mini fridge Can't use any of the Tupperware because you used all the lids You're starting to produce a smell you are here they've got a couple rooms that are currently available in hell cuz uh, this is my house and I pay the rent well I guess it's not my house my landlord owns it yeah 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 but that's beside the point cuz you outgrown your state Get up out my house with a shotgun in your face, a shotgun in your face. Yeah, yeah. This is my house. Well, it's my, it's technically my domicile, but it's, you know, I, I mean, I tell people it's my house. I'm sure the, I don't know if the landlord calls it his house. He probably calls it his property. You'll never own shit, Dave. He doesn't really. I don't really live there. You'll be renting forever. I don't call the police, even though I like the police. It's a very conflicted arrangement I have with the police. I don't. I don't. I like to be able to defend myself, but at the same time, I like it when there's someone who can defend other people who can't defend themselves. But at the same time, I don't like people who can't defend themselves. So I guess I'm at this weird point where I'm trying to. Now I'm wondering if I even do like the police. Uh, I'm an outlaw, but I, I like the law. Well, I like the people who uphold the law, 
because they're doing. I like. My brain's all tied up. I like when people are punished who are different than me. I feel like my brain's made of spider webs and they're all tying up inside of each other. I can't under. Where is this? Is this my house? Can I call this my house? What are what are the rule? What are the parameters? Where do, I, where do I live? What's the difference between a house and a home? Real? This is my home, and right now it's your house, but it it's my house. And that's the episode. So you everybody. need to get out of my house. <laughs> All right, that is the episode. Yeah, we did it, everybody. This Thanks for count. sticking around and watching that happen. Yeah, that flowed through. Now get the fuck out of our podcast. Oh, great. Uh, have a good night, everybody. Get out of my podcast. This is my podcast.